One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash morningstream today to get 10% off your first month. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS like David Mills, David Nelson, and David Oliveira. A lot of Whoa. Davids. Jeez. Three Davids. Coming up on TMS, Misty and the Hand Shandy. Crossing the celebrity sex worker streams. Declare your poop. one 900 annoying puppets Party all the time. And something in your butt. <laughs> R-O-L-A-I-D-S spells fantastic. Crappy jewelry. If you can't see the puppets, it's just a guy doing a dumb voice. Organ transitions. Depressing buttons. What happens on TV at 2 a.m. nowadays? A bird murder-muration. The chuddening. A little stymie. That time of the month with TV's Travis and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Yeah. Let's do a, uh, then I'm going to hit play on this thing. So here goes. Oh, this play is or the- record? You should uh, hit record. Well, yeah, record. Is are we going to listen to a podcast? We're going to record a podcast. We're going to definitely record it, and then people are going to listen. Oh, you are going to you're going to play top show stuff. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got play. I got record. I got all the buttons, Brian. Yeah, They're okay. all ready to yeah. be pushed. Yeah. Pushed. You press Dep- them together. You press play and record together, and that's how you record a podcast. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to depress them together. That's how it's going to go. <laughs> Here we go, everybody. Enjoy this in three, two, one. Hey, what you going to do today, Marty? I'm going to call 976-7777. They're going to tell me a great story every day. I'm going to ask my parents if it's okay if I call 976-7777. No, me first. 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 $2 per call plus possible toll. Ask your parents permission before calling. Oh, yeah. The Morning Stream, Monkey Wannabe. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for October 10th, 2023. Scott Johnson here. Brian Dibbett there. Yeah. 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 Um, that, yeah, that puppet I'm, I'm line, there. that puppet line, by the way, not edited. They were that annoying, uh, with yeah, their commercial. I, I would pay $2 a minute just to stop that commercial. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, they did about, I don't know, five too many. No me, no me, no me or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Me first. Me first. Yeah. Me, me first. first. It's too much. Come on guys. It really is. Nobody's listening to that saying, well, if they do one more of me first, then I'm totally going to call that number. Yeah. I'm totally going to spend my hard-earned money and hear whatever the they hell. They finally convinced me after hear. the 14th me first. And I'm yes, exactly. I did think Oof. about calling it here on the show, but I thought better of it. I'm not going to call that number because there's no way it still, it still exists. It's a 1-800-1900, listen to a puppet tell you a story line. Really? Yeah. And I thought, what's that in 2023? 
And I bet if we called it, it'd be some porno thing or some, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes, right. those never right. stay. No but one it, ever keeps those numbers. Here's the thing with that. Uh, it's kind of like the Michael Winslow, um, back in the day, early Mac days, you could buy, um, like After Dark had your screensavers and then you could buy packs of screensavers that were like Star Trek screensavers or whatever. Yeah. And then they also had, I think it was even the same company had sound files that you could load into your computer using ResEdit, I believe. And, uh, and like instead of a alert noise, you'd get or something like that. Sure. Or what is, you know, some, some, uh, um, Star Trek thing. Well, they also had a Michael Winslow set. And you could have Michael Winslow giving you a, a police siren woo, 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 instead of your alert noise, or yeah. you know when you had a uh, eject your disc, it would go or something like that, right? Like <laughs> like you know something like Michael Winslow could only do. Yeah. But what's dumb about that is that if you don't see Michael Winslow, it doesn't work because you're just hearing somebody's doing a sound that sounds like a thing. Yeah. And I, what's amazing is you look at the people who like the person who's doing that. It's really cool. I think the same thing is true with calling a nine, seven, six number to hear puppets tell you a story. If yeah. you can't see the puppets, it's just a guy doing a dumb voice, reading you a story. Yeah. I feel like you'd have to be a, a kind of a, and let me put this very gently. <laughs> Yes, we have uh, puppeteers in the audience. One, yeah. of, one of whom is uh, yeah, and no know, shade is, to them. Puppeteers, you're awesome. I think this commercial is not good for your business because there's no <laughs> way that they were actually doing any puppeting after the fact. The commercial is all you're going to get, and only kids who are just a little on the slowish side are going to buy this. They're going <laughs> to they're going to see this and well, go, okay. oh, puppets. So let me get on the phone. Any any other kid who's actually paying attention knows. You ain't gonna get no. There ain't no puppetry on the phone. Yeah, yeah. You'd be lucky if you. I'll bet it wasn't even live people. I bet it was just like pre-recorded bullcrap. You know. Oh, it definitely was. Are you kidding for those nine seven six numbers? Unless you're unless you're talking to uh, uh, to Misty, who's uh, doing a little hand shandy on you. It's you know you're basically hearing the recording of something that that uh, is going to go as slow as possible to mm-hmm. milk you out of as many minutes as possible. Yeah, and we lived, man. We lived in the time for this. Like yeah, when we were yeah. coming up, every night it was looking for hot girls on a cold Friday night in the fall. Right. Oh yeah. Called yeah. night one nine. It was always on. Every channel had a thing. Usually and it started later with the saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm lonely. I sure wish somebody would call me. Yeah. Or party lines. Lots of party lines. Those it'd be in the middle. It'd be the first commercial break of American Gladiators at twelve oh five a.m. after Saturday Night Live. Yep. It's like you, uh, you have uh, this is Friday and you don't have anywhere to go. Join the party exactly. line. Yeah. One nine hundred party. When the, when the nine seven six phase uh, died down, then they just moved on to Girls Gone Wild videos. And now I don't know what they do. They're probably know. selling, trying to sell board ape NFTs or something. I don't know what. Yeah, what happens today? What happens at two a.m. now on television? Like a local channel. Yeah. Does anyone know? <laughs> I mean, does a local channel even make noise if nobody's there to hear it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, I know for a while you could flip something on and there'd be Cher talking skincare products or something. And then another time yeah. you'd flip it on and be like Ron Popeil with some bullshit. But right. 
Right. I don't know what it is now. I assume oh, infomercials still exist. My guess is uh, that commercial is usually followed up by Bruce Willis Seagram's wine cooler commercial. You mean the one where he goes, Seagram's golden, golden wine cooler. cooler. And he's holding a harmonica on the front porch of uh, some house with a bunch of blues musicians. Yep, those were the days. Yeah. Was he actually in a band? Was that the whole point? Or was that just Well, him? I mean, he was. He did his whole Return of Bruno album. His whole, like, I'm a fake oh, yeah. singer named Bruno. Like, one of the first uh, the first post-Spinal Tap mockumentary, music mockumentaries, was that HBO Return of Bruno, where they had a whole fictional backstory for for Bruce Willis as, uh, as Bruno. Wow. I have that dumb, I have that whole dumb album. Really, you have it? Yeah, on vinyl. What? What? Yeah, Brian. I mean, of course, I have it on vinyl. Yeah. Good Lord, Brian. I don't know what to say. The Return of Bruno. He did a cover of, um, if you don't, it's not express yourself. If you don't respect yourself, ain't nobody gonna give a hoot, a hoot. Na na na. Whoa whoa. Respect wow. yourself. Wow. The I can't. old, uh, old uh, classic uh, 60s Motown thing, and he did his... I just can't imagine why it didn't explode into a new career for him. I just yeah, can't, can't find imagine. I can't figure out why Columbia House didn't want that album back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he covered Under the Boardwalk as well, yeah. Should yep. keep. You should keep that, that Eddie Murphy album. Uh, I have that on vinyl, too. No surprise oh, there. Oh, man. That, that I thing. Gotta put, I got to put some of those up here in place of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should put Bruce Willis up there. Oh, I found I'll a Seagram's Bruce commercial real quick here. Check this right. out. Let's play this. Hey, me, fella. Turn it up, son. Oops. They're just like singing into yeah. bottles, man. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I think I pretty much nailed the uh, nailed the impersonation. I think I might have even been on the right, like in the right starting note. <laughs> I think it's so burned into my head. It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Eddie Murphy had three albums. We're not talking about comedy. Three music albums. Not talking Delirious or or that. Uh, the only one I know of is How Could It Be. Music wise, did yeah. he have more? Um, what well, well, was that had, the one that had party party on the time? Party all the time was the big one on yeah, that. Yeah, party all the time did, and the something in your butt or whatever. What was that? Yeah, I don't think he he did he didn't put that one on that album. That was a little one off comedy single. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was I all think, part of it. Uh, let's, let's take see. a look. I'm pretty sure. How could it be? Is not uh, so. How could it be? 1985. Oh, yeah, there were three. So there so the three. chat really? was right. So okay. how could it be so happy and loves all right? Wow. Yeah, that was 93. Jeez. Those, these were all considered Jeez. Motown. Oh, no, that was were Motown they, label. They weren't all released the, the same year? Were they all released the same year? Uh, no, 85, 89, 93. So spread out. But I don't remember okay. I don't remember him doing that as late as 93. That seems insane to me. I can't believe yeah. that. Yeah. And and so oh, and yeah. how can C O N confused? Oh my god! I need to get this album out. This is so so yeah, bad. It's it's pretty bad. Oh god, that's right. And a couple of these songs were uh, like "Party All the Time" was Rick James because he comes in and does he? She likes to party all the time. That's <laughs> his, his little contribution to that yeah. song. But then he also does uh, "Everything's Coming Up Roses" by Stevie Wonder and "Do I." Um, so it's mostly covers. Which, 
most produced uh, and written. So, uh, uh, written by Stevie Wonder, but not covers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Doesn't look like any of these things are uh, are covers. None of this album. There he is, everybody. There's a shot of the video. Put show into the chat room. Party all the time, Eddie Murphy. What a moment in music and comedy crossover history. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Nile Rodgers produced, uh, co-produced his second album, that's surprising, with songs like Put Your Mouth on Me, Till oh. the Money's Gone. Oh, I think maybe those go together, and that explains what he was doing in that uh, that Chevy Suburban with, um, uh, uh, oh, my God, uh, Something Brown. What oh. was her name? Oh, um ah uh, oh, crap it is something brown tiffany brown tiffany Br- uh, wait 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 Tiff- tiffany, tiffany brown. brown what was it uh <laughs> eddie murphy What's her name? oh we got to find this melanie uh, brown melanie brown not melanie brown oh man uh i can't find it shoot Oh, Mel B. Was that Mel, is Melanie Brand Mel B? Because they were together. No, he for was a while. with Melanie. He was with Mel B. I mean, he's the father of uh, one of her children. Yeah, Mel C. Not downtown Julie Brown. Not Devet Nicole Brown. Good lord, you people are horrible. Yeah, they they don't know. They don't know nothing. Or am I they. thinking? Or am I confusing that prostitute with the what was the name of the uh, oh the one with the uh, Hugh Grant Hugh Grant prostitute. Hold on, that might be who I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, we got our, our celebrity prostitute dalliances crossed. Mm, we got them mixed yes. up. <laughs> I do like, you go to the Hugh Grant uh, Wikipedia page, and it's got uh, um, philan- philanthropy filmography awards and honors. So it should have philandery and yeah. philanthropy. Yeah, you missed the other uh, PH personal, in there. Personal life? Let's see if that's it. Um yeah, there'll be some. Uh, Divine there. Brown. Jeez Louise, that's who I was trying to come up with. Yes. Divine really? Brown was Divine the one with Divine Brown? Uh, oh my god. Divine Brown was the one with uh Hugh Grant. Clearly her real name. There's no way that's fake. Uh <laughs> her real name is Divine Jones. Oh, that's oh, interesting. Divine uh, is really her real name? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Her real name is Estella Marie Thompson. Ah, that makes more sense. That fits with what I predicted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of celebrities and weird yeah, stuff. Boy, oh boy, it was a deep, dark hole. Yeah, we went places. I found a clip that I must share and then discuss. Okay. So Ooh, are, you familiar, are you familiar with uh, Al Michaels, sportscaster Al Michaels? Yes. All right. Yeah. Does good work, right? We like him. He does. He's, he's yeah, a, I, know his, I know his voice, and I know if I saw a picture of him, I'd say, oh, yeah, that's Al Michaels, but I couldn't tell you. I could tell you what his voice sounds like. I couldn't tell you what he looks like. I can totally picture him because they used to always cut to the camera in the booth with him and John Madden standing up with their headsets on, and so I always see him in that context. He's always standing mm-hmm. there talking into a mic about a really important part of the game. But the guy's done, you know, many Super Bowls and is considered one of the great sportscasters of all time. Well, he sat down with an interview or for an interview with Chris Wallace. And Chris Wallace, formerly of Fox, now of CNN, uh, like his dad, pretty good interviewer. Um, What was his dad's name? Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace, yeah. So I thought, oh, this sounds great. This sounds interesting. I'll sit down and listen to this. I'm an Al Michaels fan and I like Chris Wallace. Let's see what these, these guys have to say. And this is what I heard. And then we got to talk about it. Okay. So okay. here right. it is. Can't wait. Play, it. Play the clip. <laughs> For some reason it got moved. Hold on. Why did it move? Oh, that's, that's neither, that's neither good nor bad. Hold on. I got to find out why the file's wrong. Um, oh my gosh. Where is it? Did we lose it? 
Oh no! Did I screw up? Hold on. Hold on to your butts. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, hold on to my own butts. Yeah, hold on to your own butts. Um, where is this? Hold on. Sorry, everybody. Hold on. Did I screw up and put it? Oh my gosh, I don't have the file anymore. Okay. Do you have it on? uh, Can you find on YouTube? Well, that's going to be today's next goal. So here goes. Uh, <laughs> you want me to talk about my thing? I get uh, yeah. Do that while I'm looking. I can't believe I don't right. have this. Something something's funky in my life. So go ahead. You find it. You find it. And uh, if you're able to listen in while you're finding it, I know yeah. it'd be distracting. But uh, I'm going to throw in because uh, I know Stephanie's here and she was really hoping I would do this. A couple of really quick app recommendations, game recommendations that I am totally digging. Um, uh, first up is Monster, Monster Hunter now. So I'm not playing Mon- uh, Monopoly Go anymore. I just it just got too samey samey, and it was just a matter of like keep rolling and keep doing this and keep doing that, and there was no sure. It felt like there was no no end game in sight. Uh, now I'm playing Monster Hunter now, which is the mobile version of Monster Hunter that's made by Niantic, and it's basically Pokemon Go, but you're um, you're destroying the monsters, taking their parts and using them to make uh, armor for yourself so it's like you're mm. like you're smashing a jigglypuff and then putting jigglypuff skin on your face and walking around with it interesting because i was going to add i played monster hunter the real series before and yeah. the game yeah. is a lot about tracking down the most hard to kill creatures yeah. so that you can then make armor out of it so they have mashed that in there that's interesting it's it that. is it's a lot of fun and it's uh it's got the aspects of Pokemon Go that I really like kind of like the hey walk around a little bit and you're going to find some cool stuff um what's really cool about so you know when you're when you're playing Pokemon Go and let's say you have the app open but but your phone turned off mm. um yes yeah, uh, Stephanie I'll wave when it's time for you to come back and listen to the show I think she's muted yeah she's probably gone to another um, house at this point she hates right this. but when you uh uh, when you drive around with the app, even with your phone off in your pocket, you have this little assistant named Palico, and it's like your, your I think you, I think it's from the main series games as well. It's like your little friend who's a cat, mm-hmm. I guess, combining pal for friend and Calico for cat. Sure. And uh, um, he will mark, he will paintball monsters for you while you're driving around so that when you get to a safe place you can open up the app and say oh here are five monsters i found for you as you were driving around now you can attack them at your leisure you have two days 48 hours to attack these monsters and you just basically attack them like a like a raid really really cool he'll also like collect stuff to put in your bag you don't need to have a a special you know, cheater device like the Pokemon Go Ranger or the Pokemon Go oh, Plus. Or nice, like a little like and, old Sherpa guy doing all your bidding. I like it. it. Is. But the game's fun. It you know it really requires you to be good uh, at at learning how to dodge attacks. You'll see a little flash when the monster is about to attack, and you kind of swipe left or back or right, depending on which kind of attack it is to get out of their way. Anyway, totally digging that one. Um, Second one is uh, Slay the Spire. I know people have been raving uh, about Slay oh, the Spire yeah. uh, since you know since it's been on Steam. You being one of them, you even nearly getting me. You got me to put on my wish list, but I never broke down and bought a copy. Glad mm. I didn't because mm. it was on Apple Arcade, and so it's a free a free game. Well, free if you pay for pay for Apple Arcade. <laughs> Apple yeah. Arcade. Yeah. 
and holy crap, I'm I'm loving that. I'm almost playing that more than Marvel Snap right now. Yeah, the Spire. It's a it's so a, good. There are a million people trying to capture what they captured very simply, and it's really yeah. really hard to. No other game has quite gotten it. It's very very oh, very good. So good. Yeah. A, a deck building roguelike, basically. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you know you you're working your way up through a through a dungeon of every level, and you're attacking things and figuring out which direction you want to go and. Getting health, but also buying new cards and getting new cars and the cards and stuff like that. Very yeah. cool. I said deck building, Claire. Don't get excited. Yeah, don't get excited. What do you calm down, Claire? There Jeez. was no other D. Deck. Yeah. Deck building, deck, Claire. Deck. I mean, I understand deck if building. you're a uh, New Zealand or something, maybe, but deck. Yeah. Okay. Deck. That's Not right. Dick. That's right, Sierra. Next, we did talk about Slay the Spire. You were, you were the, another person that, like, yelled at me to finally uh to break down and get that one it's really right, good so, i'm glad to hear it the art style is the yeah. only, my only problem with it it's just a weird art style that it doesn't it really is jam, it feels i know me. like if they could improve just improve the art style a little bit i'd be a lot happier mm-hmm. but uh but the game man um, whew, so the game, good so the game's so good i'm going to because we've already got like a you know monopoly go chat and uh Coffee Golf and Baldur's Gate in the uh, the core forum. I'm going to start a, uh, um, a Monster Hunter Now thing for people with uh, recommendations oh, you should. and sharing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, no, so. that's a great place for it. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, okay, I found the clip. Cool. Uh, don't know what happened there. I lost my mind. I did this all last night, so I know I had the file, but I must have deleted it thinking it was the wrong file. Anyway, uh, so I'll play it raw from the, the website I found it on. So this is that interview. This is Chris Wallace. It's only a minute long, this clip talking to legendary sportscaster Al Michaels, and then they talked about this, which is very weird. Is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable? Why isn't it playing? It stopped. Oh my gosh, nothing wants to work for me today. Hold on. Oh no. Let's try that again. Okay. Here we refresh it. What's going on, Al Michaels? You're a, you're a pro. Is it true Here we go. that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life? That is true. That is true. Why won't it keep playing? Really? Okay. It won't keep playing. Oh my gosh. Why is it doing this? All right. One more time. And then I give up. Okay. Is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life? That is true. That is true. I was born when my parents were 18 and my mother hadn't even read Dr. Spock at that point. So she just let me have the the, the run of the, uh, of the course. And, uh, I always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And I guess what I've proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive. But is it is it just possible that you would like, I'm thinking of one of the more non-objectionable vegetables, a carrot? Oh, please. please. A carrot? No, a carrot. No, that's an objectionable vegetable. I mean, I was, <laughs> really? What? I mean, how would you know? You've never tasted it. I look at it. I just don't even like the look of it. And call I it an surmise what it might taste like in terms of the- He goes on to say it's a texture thing and so on and so forth. Really? I can't That's believe so- that Al Michaels, this very handsome 68-year-old man. No kidding. Who looks like he's in, been in fine shape his whole life. Uh, yeah. I mean, are we being lied to? Do vegetables not matter at all? 
No kidding. Well, so what? He's never had like a pizza that had anything but meat on it. Well, see, meat, and that cheese, sauce, and bread. That's where oh, my brain the sauce went made to. Made out of Al Michaels. Yeah. Well, that's fruit, right? The sauces they're technically. Uh, I guess tomatoes of fruit. Yeah, sure. kind of. Right. Although it shouldn't be. But anyway, my I, I'm with you. My brain immediately went to. Well, wait a minute. You've had other. You've you've had like a I don't know a chicken pot pie. And there's like a little chunks of carrot and potato and other stuff in there. Are you telling me you never had that? Or does he pick those out? Like, I want to know more, and they didn't go more into it. I want to know if yeah. he, like, dissects his food to eliminate all vegetable-based uh, products from it. Technically, he's eaten fries before, probably. Now, probably, I, know that's, yeah. I know the potatoes aren't necessarily considered a vegetable, but the vegetable oil is cooked in. Like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, this is new. I mean, the tomatoes being fruit, Yes. Are, are potatoes not considered a vegetable I anymore? They were just a tuber. Are they not? Well, if a tuber is a is, is a, a subset. A vegetable. Oh, there's so many searches on this. I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> uh, is a potato vegetable? Um, this says no, but let me. Okay, this one says yes. Let's see. Yes, potatoes are vegetables. They are grown as a vegetable crop, eaten like other vegetables, taxed as a vegetable crop, and most importantly, they don't have seeds inside their flesh, which makes them, uh, which puts them in the category of vegetable. Okay, yeah, there you yeah. go then. Okay. I, for whatever reason, I thought those were classified different. They were in question, like Pluto not being a planet anymore. Yeah. Like to, potatoes all of a sudden got uh, de- <laughs> demoted to non-vegetable status. Yeah, like one of those. Oh, I'm sorry. Chat says Al Michaels is 78. He looks 52. Wow. See see what vegetables do to you people? Jeez, what is going I on? They have such a hard time believing that he's uh, never not... He says never not... Never knowingly, knowingly, never right. knowingly not eaten, uh, eaten a... Never knowingly eaten a vegetable. Right. Which tells me that once in a while something will get through. You know? Because you can't help it. Everything's got something in it. God, never a salad. Not a single salad has ever crossed his lips. He is not. Like, he goes to a steak place, and they say, here's your, what would you like in your salad? Don't even bring it. (laughs) Don't come near me with that. You're wasting food if you bring me that salad. Just bring me the steak, and you better not put a sprig of parsley on the That's right. It's fourth and two, and we're running out of time on the clock, so get get in here. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just thought that was the weirdest thing. And uh, they don't, and the th- or, you know, as usual with interviews like this, if I were, I'd be a terrible journalist because the minute he would say something like that, my brain goes, what about pizza? What about salads? What about yeah, this? What about that? Yeah. Like I would want to Fries, dig deeper. Exactly. I want, exactly. I would, whoever, uh, like Chris Wallace, he stopped too soon. I would have like, this would have been the, the, the entire crux of the rest of my time with Al Michaels <laughs> would be saying, what about V8? Have you ever drank a V8? What right. about? <laughs> right. There's so many what abouts. Like there's so That's many. Right. You cannot avoid this discussion. I don't know how they just. I don't know how they California move on. California roll? Because uh, uh, pretty sure there's avocado in California roll. That's a vegetable. Like, is he just sitting down at the dinner every night with a steak and a, a glass of water and that's Al Michaels? That's yeah. what he eats? Like, I don't I know. I guess. No bread? Because bread has... Wait, wait, wait. Why not bread? I mean, uh, is yeast, flour, water... Yeah, why not bread? Egg. I feel like bread's... Uh, you can oh, do avocado's bread. Avocado's a fruit. Yeah, avocado's a fruit, right? It's that's true. That's true. But bread, you could do bread. Big, one big pit in the middle. <laughs> Stoics Grill says tomato sauce is a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. The sauce form of a tomato uh, turns it into a vegetable. Clearly, that's how it works. Uh, tomatoes. Benjamin, to- Benjamin Double says, again, how does he poop? Uh, well, 
uh, you ever hear a uh, uh, the sound of an apple getting run over by a tire? That's how he poops. That's the sound <laughs> of Al Michael's poops. Yeah, is, where is uh, Al Michael getting his fiber? Where where is he? Uh, I'm a, I'm I'm cur- I'm nervous about his colon. All right, I'm just nervous. Right, right. I don't want to look in there. I don't want pictures. I'm just worried about him. All right. Yeah. Yeah. May he call games for the rest of his life. We also got a clip, and this one I did save because I didn't lose the file because I'm not a dumbass in this case. Um, <laughs> Good. About how we pronounce the word Worcester. Apparently, we do it wrong. So. Oh, like in Worcester, Mass. Yeah. So we're I think gonna, I said Worcester. Yeah. I, All right. I, I also it. say Worcester. So we're going to find out why we're wrong. Here we go. This is another Nick from Massachusetts, not Worcester, Springfield. I just wanted to clarify you guys. Uh, you've mispronounced it wrong a few times. It's Worcester. Very simply, Worcester. And then you yeah. have to, I would call it Worcestershire sauce. Love the show, what's, though. What's, Thanks, what's this here sauce? What's the styrsteer sauce? What's this here sauce? Yeah. Is, is the correct pronunciation of that stuff. But Worcester, yeah, okay. I can Worcester, do that. yeah. I'd see, here's where I get, I, 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 I question a little bit. So, <laughs> Worcester, you, basically, it's your, your uh, you look at the, the, uh, the name of the place, and it looks like uh, Worcester. Mass, right? Right. It's, right. Uh, um, or no, is it uh sorry, it's worse Worcestershire. What is the what is the actual well, message? Definitely not W O O. It's um Definitely well. not. I think it's W O R S E uh Here it is. Worcester. So worse. Worcester is how Worcester is, is what it looks like. Yeah, right? without the H, yeah. Right. Um, um, yeah. So, uh, do you, you know, do you say pack? I'm going to pack the car. <laughs> no, you say park the car. But if you lived in Massachusetts, you say, I'm going to go pack the car over there on Havid Yad. Yeah. No, it's a wicked, it's a wicked good packing place. I got wicked close. That's right. So, so they don't pronounce the R, therefore... They're correct in saying Worcester. We live outside of Massachusetts, so we pronounce the R, so, so we say Worcester. That's, yeah. my, that's yeah. my defense, Your Honor. Uh, the defense rests. I think that's a fair... I think I'm, if I was the judge, I would say, I'm going to allow it. And then I would say, the jury <laughs> the jury can go home. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with you. That's a weird thing. But Like, uh, Tina and I had this... Not really an argument. We had this discussion when we were in Australia, because we went to... Uh, we went to Sydney, and then we spent a few days up north in Cairns, uh, C-A-I-R-N-S. And mm. I said, I told her I feel weird pronouncing it like the locals do because they wouldn't pronounce it like like I do. Like, they wouldn't pronounce the cities I live in or the cities I visit in the U.S. the same way I pronounce it because of their accent. Mm. So sh- is it is it wrong for me to pronounce Cairns or Cairns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it the looks like like Cairns has a, an R. This is C A I R N S, right? Correct. Yes. That yeah. that if that is spelled Cairns, then that's effed. <laughs> pronounced it's pronounced Cairns. Oh yeah, Cairns. Yeah, Going that's effed up for some uh, some beach time. That seems like that seems F to me, and it's not just an right. it's not just an accent thing. It's supposed to be an English pronunciation. Well, I don't know the origin of the word, but it's where in Queensland or something. It's like. It's uh, north, north, east, uh, yeah. Kind of the tropical zone there. Um, yeah. Yeah, if I'm there, I'm yeah. probably saying Cairns. 
and they're going to have to pry it out of my dead cold body because I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not changing. Yeah, no, mind. lucky Phil, I know you're saying it's pronounced cans. Take it as a Nazi, cans. That's how you pronounce it. But do you also pronounce, what's a, what's a, uh, uh, God, what is a similarly spelled city in America? Um, um, I, uh, we have, we have Tooele and it looks like Thule. Uh, yeah, but it's more like our what you know. Uh, all of our R's just are there because they need to be. Yeah. Sacramento, you know, Sacramento, or you, know, you yeah. got to pronounce that R to get there. Yeah, what's with all the silent R's over there? I don't know. No, I don't. Claire, I'm, I know it's not in America; it's in Australia. But how would an Australian pronounce some of our cities? Yeah, yeah, Louisville, Louisville, uh, Louisville uh, is a is an interesting uh, example. Oh yeah, Louisville, uh, New. Norland, New Orleans, yeah. yeah. Uh, New one says yeah. New Orleans. You're not supposed to say New Orleans. Everyone gets annoyed. Yeah, I'm um, trying to think of uh, what's an American city that an Australian would pronounce differently than we do here. I mean, <laughs> you know what? Maybe funny? that's it. Maybe maybe Louisville is a good example of of um, you know the why I'm why I'm not right about this, right? Uh, yeah. And I'm fully prepared to admit that I'm not right about this. But like an Australian wouldn't say, "Oh no, it's pronounced Louisville." <laughs> No, it's pronounced Louisville. Oh, I'm going to Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, nobody's going to Louisville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Now, maybe yeah. that's the one. That's the example you found it. You know, Boise, I don't know what they Norfolk. would do. Norfolk. If- well, see, Norfolk. We pronounce it Norfolk. Yeah, we say Norfolk. Yeah. <laughs> really sounds like you're saying. I know. The more you say it, the funnier it gets. Norfolk. 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 <laughs> <laughs> How would you so okay in Australian with the R thing? Here we have a t- little town here called Hurricane in southern Utah. Oh, yeah. It looks it's spelled like hurricanes, straight up hurricane, but it's pronounced sure. hurricane. hurricane. Yeah. But then would they even have double trouble with that because there's two R's in it? And it'd be like her, her no, they'd say Hurricane. No, I don't know what they'd say. <laughs> not Hurricane. Um, there's, there's a uh, Versailles. Uh, also oh. in Kentucky, no Versailles. Where's Versailles? It's spelled the same as Versailles in France. Yeah. Uh, where's Where's Versailles? Because it's it's stupid that it's printed in the U.S. It's pronounced Versailles, but is it Indiana? No, where is Versailles? Pennsylvania. Versailles, Pennsylvania. That could be. Um, yep. Correct. They, that is correct. Okay. Would they pronounce the R in that? Where they say. Versailles, Versailles, Versailles. <laughs> so they say, "Oh, it's the locals pronounce it Versailles. We're going to pronounce it Versailles with yeah. the uh, heavy R." That town has a population of one thousand four hundred and seventy-six people. That's not a lot of wow. people in Versailles. It's not a lot of people. Uh, Versailles. Uh, well, there you go. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Ace says it's spelled Versailles but pronounced Versailles. So it's. Uh, I've heard that it's pronounced incorrectly in Pennsylvania. So like in Pennsylvania, the, like they say it wrong. It like, like they, you know, people came from Europe and they said, "We're going to put a Frankfurt in Kentucky. We're going to put a, uh, uh, we're going to put a York in uh, in New York in in you know in your Northeast, but we're going to call it New York. Yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're going to put a uh, Versailles in France, but we're going to spell or pronounce it Versailles instead of Versailles. Mm. Did they do so? Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought I've heard yeah, people here we say. Go. It. Okay. Merrick says, I'm from Pittsburgh and it's pronounced Versailles. Oh, good. I like Merrick, meet, uh, meet, uh, Ace. Yeah. Ace, Merrick, you guys figure it out. Yeah. Work together. 
Come up with some common ground, you two. Yeah. Once you two have come to an agreement, let me know, and yep. that's what I'll do from now on. That's All right. Well, this whole it. this whole thing is really. Uh, I don't feel like I've solved any problems. No, no all. problems have really been solved, but we yeah. do have one problem to solve, and that is hearing from Jay Funktastic, who also called in about okay. kids' stories. We were talking about kids' stories growing up and things that we sort of thought were real because we were kids, and that's how we heard it, and then later we found out different and. He had this to say. Hey, Scott and Brian. This is Jay Funktastic. And you guys were talking recently about uh, family stories and, and stuff about funny things that, that kids do. Well, in my family, um, when I was about three years old, we were having a family gathering, probably Christmas or something like that. The whole family was there. This was roughly about 1980. And I was three years old. And my grandpa asked me to spell my name. And I don't know if you guys remember the Rolaids commercial from back in the early 80s, but it was R-O-L-A-I-D-S. That spells relief. Well, he asked me to spell my name, and I spelled Rolaids. So the entire family <laughs> called me Rolaids till I was about 10 years old. Love the show, oh, though. Thanks. Love it. Old J. Rolaids, funktastic over there. I love it. Oh, my I'm, God. Why is that not your... Uh, yeah, why isn't uh, this your internet why name? Is that not, it should be your avatar, your, not your, your, yeah, your, your screen name. Your moniker. Get that going. I can't hear, I can't hear her talk about Rolaids without thinking of an old punk song, an old punk song from when I was <laughs> wee, wee lad, mm. but from the eighties and I can't, I just did a quick search and I cannot find it, but it was a punk song that, that, uh, the chorus was, what's the answer? What's the answer? Rolaids, Rolaids. What's the answer? What's the answer? Rolaids, Rolaids. I don't know what that is. I've never heard like that. Like a dead, it wasn't dead milkman or, or, but it was somebody along those lines and I just did a quick search. I am not going to find what's the answer. Rolaids, unfortunately. And they did, but we're it sure was some it was punk song. Yeah. We're sure it yeah. was Rolaids. The word Rolaids was absolutely yeah. the word. Yeah, yeah. What's the answer? What's the answer? Rolaids. Rolaids. Wow. What the heck was that song? Anybody anybody else remember that? Or is it just me? Was and it Ro- just a local? I forgot what Rolaids does. Rolaids uh, heartburn or something? It spells relief, Scott. Yeah. But relief from I what? It, I, think it's, I think it's heartburn and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like the indigestion. Something like that. You yeah. ate too much. You went, to, you, went, you went a little ham on the ham. And you're like, oh... I need me. I need some relief. Well, I got Rolaids. That's what that is. It just seems like such yeah. an old man medicine. I don't it know. Really does. I don't Rolaids. think I've ever had a Rolaids in my life. I don't know what that th- those even look like. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it. Well, for tomorrow you and I'll have a heated discussion about uh, what Uncle Ben's rice was before it was converted. Oh, but, uh, we don't have time to go into that now. No we time now. Yeah, have to wait until tomorrow. Everyone, hold your that's breath. Right. But in the meantime. How about some news? It's time for the news brought to you by More Core. You don't have to be core anymore. Short form videos about some of the gaming topics of the day, all up on the Frog Pants YouTube channel. Get them and more at frogpants.tv. Just put one up where I talk about uh, the game Rage, Rage 2 and that it's underrated. Yeah. People should check that game out. Uh, it came out in 2019, lots of mixed reviews at the time. Uh, I just don't think we were ready for it. It's a brilliant little game, super fun, and uh, worth your time. If you like open world games and checking shit off a list, it's a great game. Really good. Cool. I like. I do like checking things off a list. I do sadly. too. I'm a. Fa- I'm a. F- that's my favorite thing about. Like when people say, "What do you like about Assassin's Creed?" and I'm like, clearing that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> having a to do list and checking my checking yeah. items off of it. Yeah. Hopefully they're fun to dos. You know. <laughs> But at the end of the day, oh, it's, it's so just like, I've true. cleared out this part of the map, and I want to go now clear out this part of the map. I'm a fan of that. I love it. 
Uh, that might be why I have why it's been hard for me to go back and finish uh, Zelda. I mean, I played I, I can't I don't know how many hours of the new Zelda game, but uh, you go around and as you go into cities, as you go into other places, you get little mini quests and they all stack up in your adventure guide. Mm. And uh, that thing, I, I'm sure I've got so many damn to dos in my adventure guide. Uh, yeah, side quests will get you. Daunting. Yeah. yeah, having that problem in uh, uh, what's it called right now? Uh, Cyberpunk. Just so, oh, so so many side quests in Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or Baldur's Gate, or a million other games this year. This game is like the year of too much shit to play. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's an embarrassment of riches, but some some of the, sometimes I don't want those riches. Sometimes you know. Sometimes, sometimes. you don't want them. Well, sometimes you don't want birds, and good news for people that don't like <laughs> birds, because at least one thousand birds died. From colliding with one Chicago building in one day, so one day, oh one thousand birds, one building, <laughs> dead. <laughs> did they? Did they like really quickly construct this this building out of nowhere, and the birds didn't know what to do about put, it? Put it right in the uh, yeah. uh, head or uh, birds are heading the south the, the, zone, the, right? <laughs> the, uh, uh, the the land. What's the what do you call the airport? Flight path. Flight put path. it right in the bird flight path. Yeah. yeah. So there's at least one thousand birds died from colliding from a single building in Chicago on Thursday. That was the fifth as they migrated south to their wintering grounds. Uh, volunteers are still recovering bird carcasses. Carcassi? I don't know how to say uh, Within 1.5 miles of McCormick Place, the largest convention center in North America, which is largely covered with glass. This is the building that they're referring to. Uh, it's the tip of the iceberg. iceberg, iceberg. But uh, it is a huge, huge amount of birds we found both dead and injured, says Annette Prince, director of Chicago Bird Collision Monitors. Oh, yeah. We, could just, we call them the CBCM. The CBCM. Oh, my gosh. CBCM. Collision monitors. <laughs> bird collision monitors. I love it. Uh, How she, many people work for the Chicago Bird Collision Monitors? I'd like to know. Not enough. We need more than yeah. just uh, Annette Prince. She added that uh, this was the largest number of bird strikes that the group ever recorded from uh, the grounds of one building in a single day. So I'm guessing, on average, birds smack into a lot of buildings, especially glass ones, if I had to guess, yeah. in a big city. Sure. So it's probably not unheard of that that happens, but a 1,000 on one building, it's a little, you know... It's a little Hitchcocky. It is. I mean, those are birds who are like flying in formation and clearly only looking at the butt of the bird in front of them and not looking any further than that. So that you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, you're following too close. You're sure. tailgating if that's the problem because you're not able to see when the uh, you know when the the traffic in front of you is coming to a stop. Never stare at a bird's butt for too long. Yeah. No. Exactly. We had yeah, we found know. two bird carcasses yesterday. I don't know what's going on here with the birds. We found two dead birds in the yard. Aww. Yeah, no cats out there, just a dead bird and, a, and another dead it's bird. A, you know, we saw that happen in uh, um, the, the the Conjuring, Scott. Oh birds shit, bitten, I forgot about that. Yeah. Windows. Yeah, we're trying to go house. through glass. Apparently, that's right. I also and all this photo is just heartbreaking. Look at all those birds. I know you don't want that many. Look, I think birds are kind of dicks, but I don't want them to die. I don't want them to be dead. You know. Birds can be there dicks and not be Tennessee dead. warblers and hermit thrush and American woodcocks. Yeah, yeah. Say that one with really good pronunciation. Uh, yes. Woodcocks. Woodcocks. At least a thousand birds. Look at that, and they've all lined yeah. up like some kind of horror show. Look at that. <laughs> did they? Did they land like that? Because now I'm thinking some sort of Hitchcockian uh, conspiracy. Yeah. Or was it someone's job <laughs> to lay them on their little backs? Yeah. No, it's that guy's job right there. Oh, it's, uh, that's adorable. 
it's nondescript old navy t-shirt guy right there who's uh yeah uh hey do me a favor bill would you um line up all those birds so we can take a photo for the paper <laughs> it's our big chance for some publicity there bill get that going <laughs> so we we really need people to know about the chicago bird collection monitors yeah collision the, collision monitors. yeah this is this is an outreach program not really a news yeah. story yeah. Anyway, all the birds are dead and uh, whatever. Uh, moving yeah. on to this story. It's a, it's a lot of uh, a lot of poultry that uh, you know, we oh be, a whole lot of poultry could be could be cooking cook that poultry. We're gonna feed sp- it to Al Michael. <laughs> feed it to Al Michaels. Yeah, Al Michaels. He'll eat it as long as it doesn't have any you know freaking vegetables on it. He's fine. Right. Um, <clears throat> staying in the animal kingdom for a moment, we got a woman here sure. with a box of giraffe poop. Uh, Mm -hmm. that she said she was planning on making into a necklace. Uh, It got seized at the Minneapolis airport. This is trouble. Oh. It's my sister, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. It's not here. It's just funny, the word necklace. uh, We went to Costco last night to grab some stuff, and we went with the kids, and um, Phoebe was there. And if anyone walks by, she's now a year old. Her birthday was, I don't know, four days ago. Um, and she's learning how to speak. She can do three letter. She can do three syllable words like peekaboo. She can do. Yeah. It's weird. She just picks the stuff up. Yeah. And some lady walks by, and I swear we didn't know she could say this word. Lady walks by with big pearls around her neck. Yeah. And Phoebe reaches out her left hand, like squeezing the air with her left hand, and went neckus, neckus, neckus. Wow. And I don't know where she got. Taylor looked at me like, "What the frick?" Because she doesn't talk to her about <laughs> necklaces. So I don't know what's going really? on. Yeah, that kid's a little knowledge wow. sucker. She's in, she's insane. Anyway, uh, so here's the deal. She's trying to say knockers. Knockers. <laughs> knockers. <laughs> um, this lady was going to get this giraffe poop. She was going to make a necklace out of it, some sort of jewelry, right? I guess. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, She got stopped the by the right Customs now. and Border Patrol people over there at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. Last week, she was found with all this giraffe poop. And uh, the droppings were seized by border officials on the 29th after a woman returning from Kenya arrived uh, with the animal feces, prompting an inspection by the agriculture specialists, according to the agency. The passenger said she obtained the droppings while on her trip and intended to make a necklace out of them. She told CBP officers, that's short for uh, Customs, Customs and Border, and border Patrol, Patrol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that she had not previously... exciting, the Chicago bird collision. Yeah, society. not nearly as... It's not as cool at all. Yeah, they should... Monitors quit that job and move to somewhere else and make that other one. Anyway, she said she'd previously used moose poop to make jewelry at her home in Iowa. The draft poop was taken and destroyed by steam sterilization? Never heard of that. Okay. That sounds like me clearing all my game saves off of something. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah. Um, I I guess steam the uh, germs off of something, but I feel like... uh, uh, like poop is, uh, I mean, you're you're just gonna get the outside sterilized, and mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of poop inside that out that sterile outside. I assume they probably landfill the rest, or maybe even mulch it into. You probably it's probably good for soil. I don't know. Uh, it says there's a real. This is what the official said. There's a real danger with bringing fecal matter into the United States of America. Said Lafonda yeah. D. Sutton Burke. That's her full name. She's the sure. CBP director of Field Operations Chicago Field Office. Uh, she went on to say, if this person had entered the U.S. and had not declared these items, there is a very high possibility a person could have uh, contracted a disease from this jewelry and developed serious health issues. Sure. I don't know why you'd want poop around your neck. 
That yeah, that seems like a bigger question uh, rather than hey, this you you could uh, infect yourself with the disease. It should be why are you making a necklace out of horse or out of uh, giraffe poop? What there's, is it about? Yeah, uh, there's so many other what, things. What are you seeing in these little round nuggets of turds that we're not seeing? Yeah, uh, explain yourself, lady. Yeah, yeah. And you're with your weird proclivities. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, We'll do this final story because it happened in, in uh, Colorado. Colorado connection, everyone. <laughs> okay. Is it a good Colorado story? Because I'm tired of you sending me bad Colorado stories. Uh, I'm like, going to go ahead and say hey, that this Brian, is a... <laughs> check out this airport. Hey, Brian, check out, you know, the this, like, the weed stuff. Hey, Brian, uh, did you know there's a lot of bed bugs in Las Vegas? Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian, look at all these bad things. Yeah, your airport, you know, that airport our, photo was hell of a, hell of a nightmare. Yeah. You know what else, though? Our yeah. governor uh, made uh, this last Monday or... No, it was Friday, officially Patrick Stewart Day, because that's his favorite captain of the Enterprise. So it was officially Patrick Stewart, and he gave Patrick Stewart a plaque in person to commemorate the event. Wow. Did they do keys send to the that, city? Send me that story, Scott. Do they do, do they do keys to the city anymore? Is that a thing? Oh, I don't know. Because that, that used to be a thing, have... right? Everybody was like, oh, yeah. we gave him the keys to the city, which... Only one key. Never made sense to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, all right, let's go. Let's let's talk. Uh, let's so let's talk, talk about this very positive story from Colorado. Yeah. Uh huh. Police found 115 bodies in a Colorado green funeral home while investigating putrid smells. Oh, awesome! No. Awesome! It's a good right. Halloween story, at the least, right? It is. Uh, yeah. Good time. Good time for this. The awful smell seeped from a neglected building in a small Colorado town for days, following a report that the may uh, that made police take a closer look at the green funeral operator storage facility. Inside, they made a gruesome discovery: at least 115 decaying bodies, various levels of decay. Investigators okay. were tight-lipped uh, Friday about what exactly they found inside the Return to Nature funeral home in Penrose, Feels like Colorado. It's right there in the name. I don't see what they're what they're wondering about. Yeah, this is what nature does. If you just let them yeah. sit, they just poof. Well, I've been to Penrose. Is that a place you know about? The little town? Penrose. I don't even know where Penrose, Colorado, is. Mm. Uh, mm. Let's see. Let me see if I can. I bet that's got to be on like the eastern slope. Name's not familiar to me at all, Penrose. Penrose, Colorado. Is this down by uh, census-designated place in Colorado? Okay, so there's the map. Let me let me zoom out. Uh, sure, right by the Sumo Golf Village. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, and the... Hold on, we've already... Like, already, Penrose has... A landmark uh, on Google Maps is the Colorado Burial Preserve and crema uh, Cremation Garden. So, oh. Penrose, Penrose is uh, developing quite a, f a following. Oh, it's west of west of Pueblo. Oh, okay. Oh, on the way to, on the way to Canyon City. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so gender reassignment uh, capital of the world. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that true? It was for a while. Oh, yeah. That's that was cool. what Canyon City was known for. What if you had... Oh, what, if, no. what if I went there and said, <laughs> I want, I don't want to change my gender. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. good. I like, you know, I'm fine being. A, this just feels like male. such, such easy to navigate territory. Oh, it's, of course. There, I love this. But yes. will they give you, will they give you add-ons or is that not part of the deal? You know what I'm saying? Like if I said, so, if I went in there and said, I want two for the price oh, of Oh, I see. You're saying. I, I don't want to change my gender. I want to double my gender. I want to double my gender. <laughs> Where are they are they ethically bound to say no? Would they say yes? Is it no big deal? Do they take like my calf, mush it up, and make an extra weenie out of it? I feel like if 
if that were a possible thing to do, yeah, so many people would be doing it. Like there would be. You remember what a big thing it was when John Wayne Bobbitt had his sewn back together and he was Frankenweenie or something, and, and he was doing porns as uh, oh right uh, Frankenweenie. Like right. if if somebody could do that, it would be you'd know. If people, if somebody, it does feel like you'd know. You're right. It's like uh, in cyberpunk, they have these they have these doctors called uh, Ripper Docs, and this is what they do. They they tear you up and make you into whatever you want. There's there's actually a medical procedure that I found. It's called natadictomy, and it's uh, and that's when that's uh, what what. uh, Wow! Did they take the name from the joke we told in junior high, and then and then. And then they applied it. They did. That's they amazing. did. That's exactly what they did. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> How come you know that joke, but you don't know any of the other ones? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes you. Sometimes I realize which ones are regional and which ones are local. <laughs> that one I definitely heard growing up. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. So anyway. we're gonna we're gonna take a break though. Before I do though, all 115 yeah. of these bodies just laying about. They said it was like a total horror show. They had to bring oh. in people who normally take care of airplane crashes come in <laughs> to really? sift through the thing and the whole idea of a green disposal thing is that it's a lot more like back to the earth and less chemicals and all the yeah. hippie stuff right but these right. guys apparently had been slack and hard and but i trouble. mean that's aren't they like if i say hey i'm gonna go to this special mortuary called return to earth mortuary what was it called return to earth uh, crematorium or yeah. not, obviously not a crematorium because that's not green oh return um, to nature is the name yeah. return to nature what though it's like does it say oh uh, funeral home funeral home, funeral home. all it. right so return to natural funeral home i'm saying I'm, I'm taking my my loved one's body there because i don't want it to be cremated i want it to decompose naturally right so is that was the plan that they were supposed to bury these or were they it feels like they were supposed to let them decompose. Well, they just a great had question. improper, improper uh, air lockage on their decomp- decomposition room. Well, I think the idea, I could be wrong. Someone needs to write in about this, but isn't, I yeah. think the idea is you take them to this place yeah. and they do burials. Okay. So they're supposed to do burials. I think so. Like, Otherwise you just fill in a room with bodies and letting them rot. That is, then that seems crazy. Because I mean, yeah. That seems crazy. Somebody, somebody didn't read the brochure as to what the return to nature <laughs> funeral home. Like, they just said, this seems like a good place. I'll take the bodies there. And, yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> that seems like a brilliant idea. Well done, Penrose, Colorado. Um, <laughs> Merrick says, but also, you probably don't want your loved one to become part of a big old body soup with a bunch of other folks. I don't know. I mean, if I see the name Return to Natural Funeral Home, I'm, I'm going to be asking some questions as, what what does that entail? I know it means you're not putting me in a uh, a, a, a plastic coffin, mm-hmm. you know, a styrofoam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not putting me in a styrofoam coffin and burying me. It's probably going to be... Uh, Something a lot more natural if, if you even use a coffin at all, if I'm even getting buried at all. Well, anyway. plus, like, true nature, back to nature would be dump them all out in the forest and let yeah. nature have its way. That means coyotes are going to get some of you, bugs are going to yeah. get some of you, your bones will still be there. Like, you're going to, if we really want to do it, it's kind of a brutal concept, but that's nature. God, that feels worse, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you take it to funeral homes and, well, we have two packages. One is we... We put them on a table in here and and just let them decompose in our 
in our facility for uh, for years, yeah. or we could take and dump them out into the forest and just kind of speed up the process and let the let the animals eat them. Which would you like? Yeah, it gives us a package deal, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, I would like them crowded in one room, please, with a many other bodies. <laughs> Is that room refrigerated? Oh no! As a matter of fact, sir, we turn the heat up as yeah. high as the, fir- the thermostat will go. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I can't even imagine this place. That's why it's in Penrose and not in Pueblo. Yeah. Uh, people live in Pueblo. <laughs> <laughs> there would have been more complaints, I bet. Yes. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, it is that time of the month where TV's Travis joins us and tries to stump us with a quiz of his own making. Will we survive? Will we go through the gauntlet unscathed? Who will be the winner on the other side? Well, you'll have to mm. tune in and find out after the song break Brian brought. Yeah, well, Minneapolis is uh, not just known for their storage and, and uh, destruction of draft poop. They've also got some pretty cool music that comes out of that place. Take Products Band, Products Bro. Band, uh, for example. Yeah. These guys are uh, a real deal power pop and uh, proto-punk college rock revivalists. Kind of like your television, your talking heads, your early REM, Pavement, Sonic Youth, etc. I totally uh, dig this. As a matter of fact, I downloaded the entire album, not just this song, but this whole thing I really, really like. This is from the brand new album, Some Sudden Weather. Here's Products Band and The Matter.
Let's talk for a second about better help. Oh man, getting better help can be tricky. You know? This whole episode's brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. And for 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash morningstream. Look, there have been times in all of our lives where we could use a little therapy. Uh, you know, Wendy came in here on Thursdays is evidence of that. Do you ever feel like your brain's getting in the way? You know, this can happen. Like, you know, you know what you should do or what's good for you, but you just can't do it. You can't pull those triggers to get it happening. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. You know, whether or not you've been in therapy personally, uh, it doesn't matter. Now's the time. If you've always put it off before and said, no, nah, it's just not for me. Well, maybe it is for you now, you know? It's helpful for learning positive coping skills in your life, setting boundaries in your life, empowering you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who've experienced major trauma and that sort of thing. Sometimes it's just a little pick-me-up, you know? If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a very brief questionnaire, and then you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash morningstream today to get your 10% off for your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash morningstream. Do it. Make Halloween fun with one-stop shopping at Woolworth or Woolco for your Halloween needs. Costumes from $1.83 to $3.99, like $6 million man, bionic woman, superheroes, Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and a new favorite for girls, Holly Hobby. My Mountain Dew, my fish sandwich, and Johnson City await me. And we've returned. Who was that again? Sure, that's the band called Products Band. Their SEO maybe could use a little bit of work. The uh, brand new album is called Some Sudden Weather, uh, courtesy of Solid Brass Records. That is the song, The Matter. Mm. I got a, um, somebody told me, who told me this? Oh, Chuck told me this. Because I've always given them a little heat for brother period being a little hard to SEO. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because brother band is just not, I don't know, it's hard. And we've talked about live and all these other ones, the, the, and stuff. Yeah, and he yeah. said, um, he, th- he thinks a lot of newer bands, like younger bands, are doing this on purpose because they resent the commercialization of the internet and they are trying to be mm. truer to their, like, you know, rock and roll selves, the, their artistic selves. It's very whatever. punk to go against the grain with regard to uh, SEO. Yeah. So you come up with something that's like either impossible to create a real search for. And you've yeah. somehow succeeded in being, I, I don't know if I agree with him, but that seemed to be the, the vibe I was getting at. Yeah, well, that's good. Good yeah. for them. I, I applaud their, uh, I applaud their, their direction, their meaning, their, the, the, the reason behind doing what they do. Sure. You do, you people, you continue to do you <laughs> and right. we'll do us. Here's this now. This is Travis and you'll do well to listen carefully to what he has to say. Well, we will because we have to try to compete and we need to listen to what he says in order to win this little contest. Hey, hey, everyone. Look, it's TV's Travis, uh, a.k.a. Travis Crawford, all the way from wherever the hell he lives. We're not going to dox him. 
<laughs> We're not going to do that. Wherever the hell you're from. Yeah, wherever the hell you're from. I think I know this, but I don't want to say. I don't know. I didn't get permission. Where are you from? I don't think I do know where you're from. Yeah. I'm Thanks. from Michigan. Oh, Michigan, that's right. Okay. Yep. Right. I'm in the mitten. Yeah. Which uh, uh, which big, so you're, Detroit. You're a looper. <laughs> so there's oopers, youpers, your upper peninsula people. But what do you call, what do you call the mitten people? Yeah. You call them loopers uh, for lower peninsula? No, they're referred to by the youpers as trolls. Oh, because <laughs> fantastic. Because they live under the bridge. <laughs> yep. That's, that's right. great. Okay. Exactly yep. right. They all have Reddit oh. accounts, 4chan accounts. That, that works too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Travis, it's always good to have you on, man. Uh, a host of shows that we'll talk about later because we always like to make sure you guys get a chance to talk about places where you record. Uh, but today, you mm-hmm. probably brought us our little monthly contest, our little quiz. So I did. I did. Uh, now, there is a bit of a theme. Uh, it is October. It is spooky season. Okay. So Ooh, okay. Good. we're leaning a little bit in that direction. So right. just right. uh, you know, keep that in mind as that we go through. That definitely gives Scott, I think, an advantage because he watches <laughs> a lot more scary movies than I do. So I'm yeah. excited to... I do, I do like the horror. Excited to, I'm yes. a fan. Well, this we'll wasn't always, this goes. This, this wasn't always true, by the way. Like 10, 20 years yeah. ago, I was not into it. But I, for whatever reason now, totally into horror movies. Yeah. Don't know cool. <laughs> all right. Let's do I'm it. kind of the same way. Kind of the same way. Uh, all right. So uh, as it goes, um, I will give the uh, the topic and uh, you will bet on how many clues it's going to take you to uh, to win. Okay. We're going to start uh, this week with Brian. Mm-hmm. Okay. And round one, we're looking for a director. Okay? A director. Okay. A director. So you're going to give movie titles and we have to name the director. I will give movie titles, and you have to name the director. So how many do you think it's going to take you? Um, I'm going to say three. Three, okay. Three. Scott, do you think you can do it in less than three? Um, director, eh? I'll, um, I'll attempt two. Two, okay. Yeah, All I right. can do it in two. Cool. Brian, do you want to counter that? Name that director, Scott. Mm. Okay, then. All right, Scott, here are your two movie titles. Okay. Cursed. Music of the Heart. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was really hoping that second one would ring a bell. Yeah. Well, ha, um, ring a Music of the Heart, ring a bell. Hey. Maybe Cursed is actually the one that sounds more familiar to me. Um, might be, might be. And you can't give us other hints like years or anything like that, right? Uh, I mean, both of those are going to be late 90s, early 2000s, like between sort of 94 and 2005 in that range. Both of those movies. I'll just like, this is a complete guess. Um, I'll go with like people, a name like people know. Um, Maybe Carpenter wasn't doing movies then, though. Uh, just uh, Wes Craven for uh, for no good reason. Wes Craven. Exactly what I was going to guess. And that is correct. What? Really? Shut Wes up. Craven. What? Well done. Hold on a yeah. second. Is that real? You're not kidding it me. It is. So, so Cursed was a late 90s werewolf movie, or maybe 2000. I can't remember the exact year. Starring okay. Christina Ricci. Okay. Um, really? Okay. That didn't do well. Music of the Heart was not a horror movie, but it had Meryl Streep in it. Uh, and it, I think that one was, I think Cursed was 2001 and Music of the Heart was like 98, something like that. Okay. Wow. And it was him going in a totally different direction. Complete guess. I uh, could, it could have been, I almost said Carpenter, but I could have said, I don't know, any of those guys. Yeah, that that's were, a fantastic guess. Some other yeah. some other titles that would have come up, Deadly Friend. I don't know if oh, you remember yeah. that one. Well, I, I keep waiting that. for that one to show up on, uh, 
uh, on some streaming service because it's perfect film sack material. Uh, oh, it's absolutely that, perfect. What was his name? Labrato and Christy Swanson as the mm-hmm. daughter of an abusive father who gets back at him by he turns her into a robot to kill her dad. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Does she dies? It's, that yeah. sounds insane. Why aren't we Matthew, film sacking? Matthew Labrato is that? I can't remember how what is what is how his name is pronounced. It just looked like Labrato. Labrato. Yeah, uh, Labrato. Uh, there was also he played a lot of nerds in in the eighties. That kid. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's also Swamp Thing, um, Deadly mm. Blessing, which I don't think I've seen. Mm. Um, Wait, and, you haven't uh, seen Deadly Blessing? <laughs> I know. And then Red Eye would have been one. Oh, recently. I love Red Eye. That was a recent uh, film sack, right? Yeah, we did that on film sack, and Red Eye is is maybe one of my favorite uh, Wes Craven movies. I love that movie. And people don't think of it as a Wes Craven movie. It almost isn't a Wes Craven, Craven movie. It's more of a thriller and less, oh. certainly mm-hmm. less horror. But it's almost like when I watch that, that's like when I watch Inside Man from uh spike lee which is yeah. so not mm-hmm. a spike lee movie yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and i always like i don't know why i end up really liking those when they when they go out of their norm and yeah. do something else i don't know well it's like nicholas cage and pig that thing is so good and it's the most un-nicholas cage thing he's ever done but yeah. it's so it's such a departure still gotta watch pig I haven't seen oh, yeah watch pig. oh it's oh it's really good yeah. i will watch pig Our- <laughs> All right, so round two goes to Scott to start. We're mm-hmm. doing a TV show, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you actors that were in this TV show. Now, okay. I did go through the IMDb list and make sure that these actors were in the majority <laughs> of episodes of this show. All right, so I'm okay, not doing. Cool. There's not going to be like a one-off. Uh, you know, he was only in. Cameo. She was only, yeah. Right. right. Okay. They had to have been in a minimum of. Uh, I would say a little, you know, more than ten percent of the show. Okay. Is it me or Brian? So, who goes? Yeah, you, it's you, you start the okay. It's you, Scott. Okay. Uh, let's. I'm going to start with four. I can do it in four. Four. Yeah. Okay. I'll take three. Brian, name Sounds that. Good. Name that actor. That TV show. TV show. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here are your actors. Jack Nance. Kimmy Robertson. Sherilyn Fenn. Okay. Um, I, I'm thinking Twin Peaks because of Sherilyn Fenn. I'm trying to think if she she was on Shameless for a while. Yeah, let's just go because it's hard that that kind of fits. Let's say uh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks is correct. Yeah, Jack Nance was, done. was he bought? He was, uh, he was Palmer, right? Daddy Palmer? Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Dad Palmer was no, the um, uh, other guy. Um, oh, yeah. He played yeah. Uh, Satan in that. Uh, Ray Wise. Ray Wise. Ray yeah. Wise. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. He was great in that Satan the next movie. One. What was that? Or Satan TV show. What was that called? Lu- uh, not Lucifer. What was that called? Um, oh, it's so oh, good. Um, for the hot, for the, shoot. for the first season. Second season sucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh man, I had that Dale guy from Tucker Reaper. and Dale. Reaper. Reaper. That's oh, Reaper. I loved Reaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Cool. Anyway, I mean, I just All love right. Ray Wise and everything. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's great. Ray Wise would have been the next one, and then I would have thrown you a curveball with David Duchovny because he was in five yeah. episodes. Right. Uh, right. I and then he was in the Kyle. movie where he dresses up in uh, in drag and conveys silently acts or mimes. Uh, 
the murder to um uh to uh uh what's his face uh agent cooper uh oh yeah kyle mclaughlin I'm sorry. Yeah, Colin McLaughlin. So he basically in drag like, oh, well, he's wearing a blue rose, which signifies that it was this kind of murder. And then he did this action, which signified it's one of the most bizarre Lynchian scenes ever. Weird. But, uh, yeah. It really is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, round three. So we're tied right now. Three points okay. apiece. All right. Round three. Brian, you're going to start the bidding. We're looking sure. for an actor. Okay. Going by movie titles. Movie titles. Okay. Um, let's go, let's go six. Six. All right. Mm -hmm. Scott? I can do it in, I can do, can I go lower than five? I can, right? Of course. Yeah, you can go as low as you want. I'll do it in four. Four? All right. I'll do three. Three, okay. Name that deal then. Here are your three movie titles. Hugo. The House That Dripped Blood <laughs> and Scars of Dracula. Oh, wow. <laughs> quite the quite the range here, man. Oh, okay. All right. I am this feels like it's gonna be an older guy like Christopher Lee. And I'm trying to think if I want to do anything if I want to go against any Christopher Lee, but the house that dripped blood feels like an old old horror movie um and i know he was big in that like he was used for everything back then and uh i can't remember all my hugo people but it feels (laughs) like they would have pulled in i can't remember hugo was was that animator was it just it was just a kid it was just a kid movie that was uh scorsese scorsese Scorsese, yeah all right I'm, i'm gonna say christopher lee let's stick with christopher lee that is correct. Oh my gosh! Well done. <laughs> That's a good one. <clears throat> That's all about that? era. That was good. That was all about by the era. way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, Scott, if you had gone for four, the fourth movie would have been Police Academy: Mission to Moscow. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, that even I'm what sorry. Is he? He's in that? Is that a true statement? <laughs> yes, he is in that. What the frick, dude? I had fun going through his filmography and picking out movies because I wanted some of those older, you know, the scar. Scars of Dracula. I mean, there's like two dozen Dracula titles alone that I could have gone yeah. with. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah. They're all great, the, too. At one so point, fun. I think I had six, and they were all like basically either Scars of Dracula, The House That Dripped Blood, or some combination of those words. Wow. Um, it ended up, uh, you know, I, I, I pulled a few others, but uh, that was a lot of fun. That's all right, great. so never, how, how long before we got to Attack of the Clones? Yeah, no, no kidding. <laughs> Oh well, we would have gotten to Lord of the Rings first. Yeah, oh, of course. Of course. Well, then sure. you'd have had it for sure. Uh, yeah. Nicely done. That means Brian wins, yeah? He's the winner. That means Brian wins this week. Oh, my gosh, Ooh. Brian. You're the big winner. Here, this is for me. This is for you. Congratulations. You're, You're a, a winner. winner. Nicely well, thank you. done. Thank you. Uh, it was fun. Now, last month we did a fun, just one for yeah, fun, uh, because one. it was yeah. uh, Joe Panigliano's birthday. Yeah, um, sure. This month, I've got a fun one. Uh, it's a music round. Um, it's an actual song, though. So it's going to be much more like a name that tune. I'll give you uh, anywhere from uh, 1 to 12 seconds to bet. Because uh, I have some. Oh, wow. And you're going to play. And I'll play. Oh, wow. Oh, I love this. So, like, right. like Hurdle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like Hurdle, the game Hurdle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Which, which I called Hurdle until I thought about Hirtle. how it could be pronounced. <laughs> yeah. 
So oh, Scott, we'll start with you rhymes in the with bit. Wordle, and I heard it, and right. I hurdled it. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, I'll start. No problem. Whatever you got, let's do it. So, uh, so you've got anywhere? From, I've got a one, two, three, five, eight, and twelve second clips. Oh my gosh! And so I got to choose one, and then Brian can choose, choose lower. One. Is that how it works? Yes. Yep. Oh, was four seconds an option? Uh, five seconds. Let's do. I'll say I can do it in five. All right. So Brian, you can choose one, two, or three seconds. I will choose. I will choose. (laughs) I really want to. I really want to stab at this. Uh, I will choose two seconds. Oh my gosh! Two seconds. Name that tune then, because I can't. All right. All right. Here, here is your two-second clip. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I was working in the lab late, late one, one night. night. <laughs> well, that would be Bobby Boris Pickett in the Crypt Kicker Five and the Monster Mash. Yeah, nah, that's a good one. Yep, that's it. Doesn't, it doesn't help that I just used it for film sack, but I, I will say, would have gotten it otherwise. Oh, that's right. His whole song last Sunday was that song, <laughs> the Cabin in the Woods song. Was yeah, or the song. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, and uh, yeah. so of course. Before I heard the chains, I would have said Thriller. So if I would have done one second, I would have done. I would have said Thriller. Hmm. So yeah, because yeah, that also see, begins see. with the creaking door, and then you get Vincent Price, and yeah, that's right, it does. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah, it's that's one of my favorite uh, Halloween era songs. Back when I did my radio show on college radio, I would play that every on Halloween. It was like yeah, I would play that and uh, Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner. Oh my uh, God, Warren Zevon, mm-hmm. such uh, such a great song. Like the lyrics really on is. that thing are fan freaking tastic. Yeah. Oh, God, really I miss Warren Zevon. He was oh. great, dude. Like like yes. me some Warren Zevon as well. And, um, and listen, if I were ever to get, you know, some sort of terminal illness, I would hope to go out in the classy way that Warren Zevon did and like name the things that I did, the things that I produced, uh, tongue in cheek jokingly about, oh, my ride's here. Mm. Or, uh, yep. This will kill life. Will kill you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, this. Uh, man. Yeah. What do you he want? What do you want your last statement to be? What do you want? What do you want your last words to be, Brian? If you could pick them now, what what, what would they be? Um. <laughs> let's say it's. Oh, I need time to think about this because there's so many great examples. Like, uh, uh, do you smell toast? Or um, uh, <laughs> I like that. I like What's that. What's the? What was the? Uh, was it? It was uh, Walter Matthau um, and. Alan Arkin, um, and uh, uh, I can't remember who was at whose side on their deathbed. And he says, "Are you comfortable?" And the other one says, eh, "I make a living." <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like Amy Robinson's in the chat. That about covers it. Yeah, that uh, that's good. That would, I guess, good. that would be the appropriate one, wouldn't it? Amy? That's on yeah, brand. Guess, yeah, that's on brand. That's how I end my shows. So that actually would that that tracks. All right, yeah. that's one of or, these. Thank you, Amy. Yeah. I would say is, just about just covers it for my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say the bomb is I go the bomb do, is located in the <laughs> and then I just die and then yep. they'd have to wonder if you I really sure, put a bomb somewhere. You make sure you don't finish the sentence. Yeah. Exactly. Right, yeah. exactly. That's the goal. <laughs> One thing I've learned more than anything else about life is <laughs> never <laughs> or always. The five billion in gold is hidden. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Something like that would be good. 
All right. Oh, uh, as usual, tra- uh, Travis, we had fun. And I'm glad it was uh, Halloween related because what a great time to do that, you know? Yeah. The spooky yeah. season is here. Okay. We're all enjoying it. Tell the fine people at home where to find your shows and what you're up to these days. Uh, so you can find all my shows at uh, tvstravis.com. It's a wonderful website that uh, Bombats helped me design. Um, and it's got links to everything that I work on there. We just wrapped up pr- Private Investigator uh, Month on Those Were the Days. That was a lot of fun. With uh, we 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 had a brand new episode out today about murder. She wrote. Um, cool. That was way too much fun to watch. Uh, and this month, every October, the Gore podcast, the four of us take over my weight you haven't seen, and we do a month of horror movies where one of us haven't seen it before. So oh, this great. week, new episode will be out tomorrow, and it was on Chud. Uh, three of the four of us had never seen Chud before. Mm. And we watched it for the first time, and um, we have thoughts. I was just going to ask Chud. you. I feel like yeah. we maybe did, and I've forgotten. We're going to find out now. Chud comes up a lot just because <laughs> it's the name, right? Cannibalistic like, humanoid underground dwellers. We did but, uh, 2013, yeah. December seventh, okay. uh, fifteenth, twenty thirteen, episode one eighty eight. We saw Chud. I had a, I just a go. tiny inkling yeah. of a memory of it, but. If I remember right, Chud is a very weird mixed bag. It's a strange yeah. old thing of its it time. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, at some point, you should do for Film Sack, if you can find it, uh, Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bud the Chud. I was hoping that subtitle would be The Chuddening. <laughs> yeah, right? The, uh, the, the cannib- one. The Cannibalistic Humanoid yeah. Underground Dwellering. Uh, no, chud 3. <laughs> this time, it's Chud. Oh, no. <laughs> we can't have that. Uh, well, all right, then. That sounds great. Go check it out, everybody. Uh, it is TV's Travis, and you'll find him in all the other places under that name as well. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. See you, Travis. Bye, Travis. Uh, so fun. So fun. Love, love, love that game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we'll look forward to next one. All right, we got a quick text to go out on today. I talked about albinos. Now, I said all everything albino is cool. and i stand by it i really believe it and he said or this uh this anonymous person wrote in and said today you said albino everything is cool i just had to tell you that my hispanic neighbors who are awesome have an albino son and an albino daughter and two albino cows that is all wow wow so no judgment there just sounds like he's got a lot of albino in his life and i'm here for it i think it's great that's cool yeah pretty Crazy to have, and, and and he didn't say that either of the parents were albino. Obviously, would have mentioned if they were, but the fact that they have both an albino son and daughter is yeah. is crazy. With neither of them, uh, uh, assumedly being albino themselves. Yeah, I assume there's some genetic uh, tendency, yeah. and then they just, just skipped them or something. Who knows? Do you think they purposefully sought out albino cows because <laughs> they have an albino son and albino daughter? <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question. When you've yeah. got, when, you know, it's like when you have, when you buy a minivan, that day you drive it, you notice how many of that minivan are on the freeway yeah. because you're yeah. driving it and you're thinking about it. So I wonder if it's like, well, we got these albino kids and we really need cattle for the South 40 or whatever we're doing out there. Yeah. Let's yeah. go get some albino cows. Oh, that sounds great, honey. It'll be just like our family. Like I, that all sounds right to me. So yes, yeah. Brian, I'm going to answer your question. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and uh, Claire is correct. We don't say, we shouldn't say albino. We say a person with albinism. Oh, is it a, is that or albinism? A, albinism? Is that how everyone is wants that? to say it now? I don't know. Yeah. We, uh, we haven't been told this yet. So thank you, Claire, for the uh, clarification. 
which yeah. is rare from her. Honestly, usually it's just like hysterics. But that right there is actually a good one. That's a good clarification. That is a good one. Yes. Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right. Is that what that's called, though, is albinism? Albinism. According albinism? to I – did, I did a really quick Google search, Google search for albino Google politically search. correct. And the first thing that comes up is to most in the albinism community, the term person with albinism will always be a kinder, gentler, less shocking term. Oh, all right. I'll take it. Uh, the word albino can sometimes be an ugly, jolting word to many, especially when heard unexpectedly. If you're ever unsure, just ask. So, yeah. And this is this is from albinism.org, and I don't know if it, that's. Here's the thing: is it albinism or albinism? I would assume, based on the way other words are pronounced, albinism. Albinism, but uh, yeah, albinism. I would agree with you. This is like the time I took Nick to Costco when he was four or five, mm-hmm. and uh, we were walking around in there, and there was a little person working there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And a person Nick, with littleism, yeah, a person with littleism. <laughs> Whatever. I assume they still want to be called little people now. I yeah, don't know. little people is correct. Yes, because right, yeah. eventually that's going to sound rude. I'm just telling you right, right. now. I know, you know, I know. It's at some point. Yes, because exactly. it already kind of sounds rude. All right, and so you enjoy it while you can, because we'll get to some new version of this. But anyway, this guy's walking right. around working and stuff, just working. And Nick goes, "Dad," he was little, right? He's a little tiny kid. He's like Van's age. He goes, "Dad." Think that that's a midget, he yells. Oh no. Oh jeez. And I went, Oh hey. Like I was <laughs> I was like an Italian mobster who just heard something terrible. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, hey, hey. Oh. And I just I grabbed him and it really scared him because he, he started crying. He was all upset because he couldn't understand sure. why I was so freaked out. And uh, it turns out he just heard it on some show or something. Didn't know You're it was a TMS negative word. <laughs> Before we knew better, I think we might have used the term midget. May, might, might have. I mean, or I've a got film a film sack or something early on. Yeah. I've got a friend who can't stand the term little person, uh, doesn't like the term dwarfism. And he hmm. is technically, although he's not as small as some, but he's got, he's got little person-ness, whatever, the, whatever it's called. Oh. And he mm-hmm. prefers midget. So I don't know what to say to anyone oh, anymore. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He's okay. like, I don't know why it's any big deal. I prefer you say that instead of dwarfism. I hate that one, he said. Yeah. He says, yeah. I don't like little people. It just sounds like, you know, we're about to tie down what's his name. Who is who what's the what's the old story <laughs> where uh, the guy comes and all the all the tiny people in the town tie him down? Oh, uh, Gulliver's travels. Gulliver's travels. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told me. He says yeah. little people makes him think of Gulliver's travels and he doesn't like that. Oh, funny. Okay. He lives in Phoenix. I think he listens. Uh, yeah. So, Derek, if you're listening, hi. <laughs> um, all right. Let's okay. all let's right. get out of here with uh, this. Oh, if you'd like to send in a text about this or anything else, please do 801-471-0462. We would love to hear from you. And uh, better yet, we'd love to have you in our Patreon group. Our Patreon is doing real good, and we love having new people in there uh, to come and take advantage of some of the great things that uh, we can offer you. So join up today, patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, that way you'll never get commercials. You'll get pre-show content every day. You get our weekend stuff, art in the mail. Too many things to mention here. It's all good in the hood at patreon.com slash TMS. All right. I think it's going to do it. Do you have anything else yeah. that's going on that we should mention or do? Or? Um, No. I think I need to – it's Tuesday. I need to put up a new uh, soundography. Uh, Ham and I are going to be recording today, but we're doing one of our patron movie episodes. Oh. Uh, we watched the excellent Wham! documentary. I know you watched that one too. Oh, it was or great. Somebody did. I did. Yeah. It was very you good. Did. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. gave me and, an appreciation. Who's the second guy? I always forget his name. Andrew Ridgely. Andrew yeah. Ridgely gets so much love in that documentary, and he, re- rightfully so. He, you know, he's so overshadowed by, yes. by what's his beat? By George Michael. George Michael. 
I can't think of anyone's name. <laughs> Just my Yorg. Yorg small. Michael, as, uh, as yeah. Andrew originally calls him throughout the thing, is like, yeah, Yorg, because that was the Greek pronunciation of his of his name. It's like, oh wow, okay. Yeah, he's great though. Really impressed it, with that. It really, really good. And Andrew Ridgely is freaking awesome. So yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, well, there right. you have it. Let's get yeah. out of here with some music. You probably have a little something. There. I do. Uh, Matthew Bickert wrote in and said, I would like to request a song for my son Matthew's fifth birthday, his favorite bedtime lullaby. I'll pause anytime you want to throw in the uh, any happy birthday Hold on, stuff. I'm trying to find my click here. Here it is. Where is it? It's right here. Let's do this one. Happy birthday. My favorite part of that is her. Happy at the beginning. That, that breath of the happy, happy birthday. <laughs> Anyway, I would have traumatized a poor five-year-old. I'm not sure if this is a cover, but could you play the Bumblebee tuna song by Mephiscopheles? Happy birthday, bud. Love mom and dad. And maybe for dinner, you can eat rice. Oh, my gosh. I bet I have that handy. Hold on. I found a new way to find these quicker. Okay. First, this one, because it's fun. Dump the rice into the thing. Miss that guy. Weber cooks. Well, not really, because he went to prison for child molestation but anyway well yeah yeah but this then you can eat rice oh throwback nice yeah. excellent Good all stuff. right so uh yeah this is a ska tune and it is indeed a cover the the bumblebee tuna song uh is a jingle that they've used but boy does mephiscopheles add a lot to it and of course it is ska so there you go mm. uh from their album god bless satan but only the bonus track version from 1994 <laughs> uh here is mephiscopheles and the bumblebee tuna song
bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Melt a sandwich made with bumblebee. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. I love bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Love a sandwich made with bumblebee. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. I love bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Love a sandwich made with bumblebee. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. I love bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Love a sandwich made with bumblebee. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. I love bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Love a sandwich made with bumblebee. Yum, yum, bumblebee, bumblebee tuna. Get more at frogpants.com. The beach clothes are so gay. Oh. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.